Welcome to the Tenant Law Podcast. I am Michelle Itkowitz, and today is a listener question episode. Today, we answer the question of Jesse from the Upper East Side, who asks, if my landlord asks me to move out of my rent-stabilized apartment into another apartment in the same building, does my rent-stabilized status move with me? So first, let's set the stage for this question with some context. Many people consider a rent-stabilized apartment a very good thing. Rent stabilization limits the rent an owner may charge for an apartment. If a landlord charges a rent-stabilized tenant more than the legal rent for the apartment, the tenant might be entitled to triple damages. Rent stabilization restricts the right of an owner to evict tenants for no cause. Rent-stabilized tenants are entitled to leases and lease renewals. Even if landlord fails to renew a rent-stabilized tenant's lease, all tenants' rights remain intact because under rent stabilization, the tenant's rights come from the statute, not necessarily from the lease. Family members of a rent-stabilized tenant residing in the apartment often have succession rights to the tenancy. It's not unusual to find two and three generations of a family associated with the same rent-stabilized apartment. We talked about succession rights in episode six. I'll put a link in the show notes. Rent-stabilized tenants have additional remedies to avail themselves of if they don't get repairs from the landlord. We talked about that in episode one. I will put a link in the show notes. Sometimes it's hard to tell which apartments are subject to rent stabilization. Rent stabilization is sometimes, but not always, a building-wide status. But really what it is is that rent stabilization is a status associated with an individual apartment. So it's a rent-stabilized apartment. It's not associated with an individual. Sometimes we say, oh, he's a rent-stabilized tenant or she's a rent-stabilized tenant, but the individual isn't rent-stabilized. The apartment is rent-stabilized, not the tenant. And sometimes we say, oh, it's a rent-stabilized building. But with some exceptions, the whole building often isn't rent-stabilized, but apartments within it are rent-stabilized. So now let's get into today's question. Now let's get into today's question. Jesse from the Upper East Side has a rent-stabilized apartment. Jesse's landlord asked Jesse if he would be willing to move to another apartment within the same building. Now, Jesse likes this alternative apartment. It's higher up. It's in the back of the building. It's quieter. It has a better view. It has a nicer kitchen. And the landlord is offering the same price for the, the new apartment. Jesse might want to make this switch, but he does not want to lose rent stabilization, and he's unsure if the new apartment is rent stabilized. So Jesse wants to know, in this situation, is it possible that his rent stabilized status could move along with him to the new apartment? Now, it turns out that the answer to Jesse's question depends on who initiated the request for the move. The rule is that where a tenant's relocation within an apartment building comes at the landlord's initiative and request, the landlord's initiative and request, the tenant's rent stabilized status transfers with the tenant, whether the new apartment is rent stabilized or not. That answer is based on appellate case law, not the statute. And be careful because the rule is that regardless of whether the landlord wanted and benefited from the move, it must be the landlord that initiates the request. Whether the landlord initiated the request for the tenant to move, that can be a subtle standard in many situations. And 
Therefore, it can be subject to he said, she said disputes, which brings us to a very important tenant takeaway. But first, let's get the housekeeping out of the way. This is not legal advice. I am not your lawyer, but because I am a lawyer, this might be considered legal advertising. If it's legal advertising, it's very poor because I'm asking you not to contact me. This pod is not a commercial for me or my law firm. This is simply the podcast that I always wanted to make. Email us with your questions to answer on the show. Tell us your neighborhood. If you like our work, please give us the stars. But really the best thing you can do is please put the show on social media. Whether a landlord initiated the request for the tenant to move from a rent-stabilized apartment is a subtle standard. I'm going to make up an example, but it's not a crazy example. It's the kind of thing that I've seen bits and pieces of from different calls I've gotten over the years. So what if 10 years ago, a landlord asked a rent-stabilized tenant if he would be interested in moving from the fourth floor of a walk-up building to the first floor? And tenant says no. Then tenant decides 10 years later that he's getting older and he no longer wants to walk up and down the stairs. And so he calls the landlord and tells her he wants to move downstairs. Landlord is less enthusiastic about the move now because her needs have changed over the years, but she agrees. And this example, who initiated the transfer request? Even if the landlord doesn't lie about it, the answer is frankly fuzzy. Therefore, a move like this must be meticulously documented by counsel experienced, not just in landlord and tenant law, but in rent stabilization. Jesse needs a lawyer, a rent stabilization lawyer. Document, document, document with the appellate case law in mind has to be the way that this is handled. If you're ever in the situation, send this podcast to your lawyer. We'll give them some guidance. And there you have it. Remember, New York City, the law belongs to you, but your ownership of the law is only as great as your understanding of the law. So let's learn to live better. I am Michelle Itkowitz, and this is the Tenant Law Podcast. Mm-hmm.